Ah, what's up, everybody? Happy fucking Wednesday. Does anybody want an 11-year-old? I have one for sale. Just throwing it out there. Um, I'll post it somewhere. She's, you know, just hit me up. I, at this point, I'm willing to pay you to take her because um, she just gets on my damn nerves. <laughs> but happy fucking hump day, everybody. How the fuck y'all doing? Y'all are enjoying your week so far, your four-day work week? Uh, halfway to the weekend. Another weekend of partying, another weekend of the summer. Um, kids are almost out of school. Um, some places they already are, like in Florida, they're already out of school. They're already enjoying their their summer. But it, does Florida even count anymore? I don't know. I think Florida and Texas just need to be their own place because I don't want to talk about them anymore. So I think I'd be happier with just 48 states, but that's just me. What do y'all think? I don't fucking know. Whatever. In life and in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell or something somebody doesn't want to hear, these are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. Welcome, everybody, to the Dark Side of Music. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the hell are you doing today on this first day of June? That is 2020 Part 2. June is officially here. Fucking hate the summer. I hate the summer. I hate the humidity. I hate the heat. I can't do it. Um... I'm just ready for fall, so let's just, you know, let's just get through the next two months and just, you know, three months and just be done with it. I, I want, you know, I want October to get here and just be done. I, I, I can't do this shit. So, how the hell y'all doing today? You ready for some more fucking music? You ready for some fun? Good, because today I bring you a band. That has a new album coming out this Friday. New EP coming out this Friday. New single just came out. Whole bunch of good stuff. And I'm talking about a band here right out of Maryland, D.C. area. Punk band known as Deer Spring. Their new EP, Moments, comes out this Friday. And we're going to go ahead and play the newest single off the EP song called Newspeak, and then we'll, once we get done with that, we'll have a nice fucking conversation with the guys. So here we go. Here is Newspeak by Dear Spring off their new album Moments this coming Friday. Here we go. <laughs>
And that was Newspeak by Dear Spring. So let's go ahead and get the guys on and have a nice fucking conversation. So here are Dave, Cameron, and Martin of Deer Spring. Hey, hey. What's going on, guys? What up? How the hell are you doing? Pretty fucking good. Now that our record's coming out, we've been waiting like a year for this moment. Yeah. Recording in progress. Well, you know what? That's There's nothing wrong with that. Um... You know, it, uh, you know, you're not the only band out there that's been having this issue. So, you know what? Um, I'm sure you guys are fucking stoked about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, um, we are. it's been a long time coming. I mean, we started working on this record back in 2020. Um, and I mean, like we could have put it out sooner, but we just were really focused on making sure it was done in the right way. And then it's funny, you know, like with Newspeak, when that dropped a few weeks back, it's like you put all this time and all this energy and you focus so hard on the concepts and everything. And then you're a day out and you're like, oh, tomorrow's the day. And then My Chemical Romance drops the first song in like (laughs) (laughs) seven years. And you're like, all right, people will hear it eventually, I guess, when they're done listening to Foundations of Decay. (laughs) You know what? When you're, you can't really... You know, you can't really, you know, what's the word? Get pissed off at that. You know, it's MCR. Oh, no, dude, I'm stoked that they dropped that song. (laughs) You know, but, you know, it's MCR. You know, there's only so much you could do. But you know what? You're here now. We played that song now for 50,000 people, so at least that them heard it. Hell yeah. That's huge. (laughs) So, other than that, how's how y'all doing? Wait, actually, before we get started... Something I didn't click with um, right away until, like, I was doing my little intro. I was like, wait a second. This just clicked with me. Who was complaining about, you know, the humidity and having to shave their beard prior to this episode? <laughs> okay. Well, you're calling me out, so I'll, I'll take that. I am going to call you out here it. real quick. So, I, I, <laughs> all right. So, Go ahead. the humidity is too high here. Really? You, well, you, so you can't stand the heat raised... here? Well, here's the thing, Derek. I was born and raised in the Bay Area, so we were we were definitely spoiled by the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there's zero humidity out there. Everything is dry heat. So, you know, that that's like, you know, when I was when I was living in California, that was pretty intense for me. And the moment I moved out to the East Coast, I actually started living in North Carolina. So okay. Raleigh, like, had... Yeah, you know the humidity but then they also had bad pollen too like coming out from greensboro so i had kind of like the the worst of the the two issues of you know being allergic to pollen but then also the humidity just killing me it's like i took a shower and the moment i stepped out it was like oh shit i'm taking another shower <laughs> see I, I used to live in florida and the humidity is there is the, okay. the absolute fucking worst Yes. So being yes. here, um, it's you're, I, I, all relative, man. I don't even give it's a shit anymore. Relative. It's you know, and I also have long ass hair too. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> so you know, it's all it all you know. But whatever. I mean, but humidity here is, I believe here where I'm at right now is probably the worst. Like Frederick. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have been having, like, allergy eye, cough fits, sneeze fits nonstop this year. And since I moved here um, six years ago, it's just been nonstop. But, man, this year's been the absolute fucking worst. The allergens this year are just horrendous. You can mm, walk yeah. outside and you can see the little clouds yeah. of dust everywhere. It's just horrible. Yeah. Yeah, Horrible. it's all over cars and shit. But I just want to put it out there. I'm a big fan of thick beards, so if you have one, rock out, man. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, I keep that motherfucking thing on me. You can, you can, you can, you can touch it anytime. Uh, well, maybe I'll drive up there and uh, give it a little touchy. Ooh, a little beard connection. <laughs> My, yeah, yeah. My my girlfriend might, might have a problem. Beard with brothers. That. <laughs> my girlfriend might have a problem with you coming over just to touch my beard. Do you remember, like that's yeah, a yeah. that's a little weird, guys. <laughs> that's the only activity. My, that's what you're coming over for. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Kink, she, she, like, I'm not kink shaming y'all, but that's a little on the odd side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, and you drove from where? <laughs> just wanted, I just want to stroke it. Okay. I touch beard, bro. <laughs> I need to go now. <laughs> so other than that, how's 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 things going? I mean, you guys got like I said, new album dropping in um in a few days. Um, you know what else you guys got going on? I mean, shows lined up. Anything else going on? Oh yeah, man, we've got lots of really sick shows coming up this summer. Some that we can't announce, some that we can't. We've already announced that on uh, July twenty first, we're going to be playing with Calling All Captains and Goalkeeper here in DC. So very, very stoked about that. Um, we've always been, you know, huge fans of our homies and goalkeeper. We go back with those guys, but to have calling all captains coming down from Canada, that's pretty sick. Um, pretty and we've cool. been fans of theirs for a minute. So it should be a sick show. I don't know. You might want to come since you're in the area. <laughs> you know, I might just have to, yeah. you know, um, then I can just stroke your beard at the venue. Oh, please. Public <laughs> public stroking is my, my, my new kink, actually. So Yeah, you can get into the green room, but only if we can stroke your beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the initiation right there. But um, yeah, July 21st at the pie shop in D.C. Yeah, nice. that'll be sick. Um, we haven't, well, I think when this comes out, uh, we'll have announced this, but we've got um, some really awesome dates coming up. We've got a short run with our friends from the Bronze Age in North Carolina going to be playing in um charlotte north carolina on june 23rd and then in virginia beach um on june 24th and then uh back here in rockville at twin valley distillery really sick new spot that's holding shows and i'm um, trying to expand the scene in the dmv on uh june 25th so those will be exciting shows too very nice yeah. and, and if you guys are bourbon drinkers really good bourbon nice not a biggest bourbon dr- fan, uh, drinker. I'm a I'm a beer dude. I'm a beer guy. I always have been. It's okay. Beer. I'm sure. I'm sure they got that too. I'm sure they probably do. I'm hoping they do. Um, yeah. But uh, any festivals lined up? Not not yet. Not that we can announce. Um, we we aren't. You know, I think because we're so focused on the album cycle, we're not doing. Um, you know that the, there's a bunch of contests out there right now to get on some of those festivals i think we're totally focused on just promoting the record and then um you know really the growth the deer spring scene over the last couple of years and like where i think we're finding our mojo 
is through just like forming really dope relationships with other sick bands that are like blowing up in the region and other parts of the country and networking with them. And just like, there's so much sick, non-major label punk rock, like emo punk music coming out now that it's just kind of like, we're all discovering each other. And it's like, oh yeah, I totally fuck with your shit. Where do you live? Oh, you guys are up there in like Illinois or in Indiana mm-hmm. or in Ohio. Yeah, let's like we can set you guys up with a sick show in DC. You guys can set us up with a sick show there. And let's like go meet a bunch of new people across the country. So that's really, I think, where we've been focused. Um, you know, we are looking into some choice festivals for maybe later in this year, but nothing we can announce yet. Yeah, there's there's one, you know, not too far from us down south in Virginia, you know, that, you know, Mary. Yeah. 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 That looks sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm promoting the shit out of that right now. I'm in the middle of, you know, promotions for that. So sweet. Well, maybe we can, uh, sidebar about that. <laughs> All right. Maybe we can. Um, but, uh, so we'll drop it for now. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, there's just, there, I mean, the scene here in the DMV has, um, gotten insane. Um, and even going into like, you know, Pennsylvania and West Virginia and shit like that as well. Um, our, and it's not just pop punk, it's, it's rock in general. So everything from metal to pop punk, to emo, to this, to that, this fucking scene in this area is gigantic. Um, you know, just in Frederick alone, I know of like five or six bands that are just phenomenal. Um, and then all over Virginia, all over Maryland, all over, you know. Uh, Washington and stuff like not very many Delaware bands though. So maybe just not, maybe not the DMV, maybe the I MV. think it's a myth that anyone actually lives in Delaware. I don't think they do to me. Now that I think about it. Um, so when we start calling it the P the PMV, you know, per- Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia, I, I think yeah. that's what we that's kind of better. That's more the scene for sure. It is like, dude, Oh my God. So many sick bands coming out of Pennsylvania today. And like, People come out to shows there like none other. They I do. mean, not to knock, not to knock, you know, Maryland and Virginia. Definitely sick bands and scenes and different little pockets. But like, I'm always shocked when we played in Philadelphia or in Scranton um, or Pittsburgh, right? Like, how many people will just show up on a Friday night, and even if they don't know any of the bands, they just like fuck with rock music and want to be there. Yeah, I mean, I was in uh, Silver Spring on uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, or. Well, this past one, whatever it's Friday for <laughs> us, but this past Wednesday, yeah. uh, I was at last the, uh, Wednesday. yeah. Um, I was at the, uh, nothing more, uh, uh, asking Alexandria show. And there was oh, people, there was so, there was people from Pennsylvania. There was people in from DC. There was people in from, you know, Virginia. I mean, our scene, you know, they come in from everywhere for these shows and it's so sure. cool to see, man. I mean, I-, I love this area for music in general because of how passionate the fans are. Um, and they're, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. It really is. Um, the fans in Florida, when, where I'm originally from, well, not originally, um, but, you know, I spent most of my life there. But the fans there are so fair-weather fans, in my opinion. Um <sighs> You know, there are a lot of bandwagoners, a lot of this or that, um, and, you know, they'll turn on you in the drop of a hat. But up here, it, they will love you till the day you break up. 
Um, and even after that, they'll still love you. <laughs> Big for reunion tours and shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's that the the scene up here is second to none in my opinion. Was that show uh, at the Fillmore? Yep. I love that venue, man. I used to live yeah. down the street from the Fillmore, and I would just like any given weekend, I just like walk out and be like, "Who's playing?" and just would go if I could. Because first of all, obviously, legendary venue chain. So every one of those venues that has the Fillmore name is always dope. Second of all, the mm -hmm. one in Silver Spring is awesome, and downtown Silver Spring is such a sick place. Just like a melting pot of different people and cultures, and yep. there's always cool shit going on. I I love living there, and amazing beer too. Do you fuck with denizens? Yes. Love that place. And Silver Branch is there, dude. Silver Springs is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Silver Springs. I mean, I was there. I mean, all, I was there for, I mean, Eve Under Fire was there, fantastic band. Then Atreyu, and then Asking Alexandria, and nothing more. It was a phenomenal show, phenomenal night. The people were great. Um, dude, Atreyu? Oh, my that's God. That's sick. Man. Good for them, man. Foundational band. Yeah, hell yeah. So and nothing, nothing more. Did they have that monolith of like the guitar, drums? Oh yeah, oh yeah, out? oh yeah, oh That's yeah. That's the craziest contraption. <laughs> it is. Um, How does it work? <laughs> so it's the scorpion, is what they call it. But uh, mm. yeah, dude, that thing is amazing. And um, I also do concert photography as well for my website. And this, oh, was, this yeah. was the first time I got to shoot any one of those bands. And man, I got some killer pictures. I got, you know. Um, it was just a great fucking night, and shooting Atreyu was phenomenal. Um, but I I enjoyed shooting uh, Asking Alexandria the most, to be honest with you. That's awesome. Yeah, they put on a great show. Thanks. Were they? Were, was Atreyu rocking the uh, blood spatter rising sun guitars? Um, yes. That's sick, man. I wanted one of those so bad when I was in high school. <laughs> I was such a diehard yeah. Atreyu fan. Yeah. I feel like just... every guitarist learns the guitar solo from X's and O's. Yeah, um, and that dude. was like, oh man, that was like the first. Hell yeah. I remember that's the first like guitar solo I like really learned, and I was like, I'm a Bro, real just the opening, now. the opening of Bleeding Mascara. I remember spending so long trying to get that sweep down for forever. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they get enough credit for. They don't. They're they they're intricate. No, I mean they get credit as far as being a good band. Um, yeah. And, you know, people, you know, a legendary, you know, 20 year band at this point, you know, so people give them credit for being that. But as far as like how detailed some of their sweeps are, or their, you know, their riffs are, or just overall the, you know, how good their songs are composed, they don't get the yeah. credit for that. Songwriting. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. I agree. They're an underrated band. Like I saw them in San Antonio a few years ago and who was opening for them? I think it was Memphis Mayfire. Ice Nine Kills. Which is oh, I was at kills. that show. That was at the Baltimore Soundstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so there. The one I went to was yeah, was in uh, San Antonio. Okay, because I was there for like work or something. But yeah, Atreyu killed it at that show. They were insane. Yeah, that was but, one like, of the last shows. With majority the of the singer. crowd was right, but the majority of the crowd was just there to see Ice Nine Kills, and, and it just sucked when people like kind of like dispersed out of there and Atreyu was playing to a half of a house. Mm. So. So I'll I'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you. At that time, <laughs> bro, you haven't been honest with us so far. You've been lying so far. I don't know. I've been 100 percent honest with you, but I'm gonna be honest I'm with you about scared. this. So, yeah. at that time, I was not the biggest Atreyu fan. I had oh. I had lost my 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 uh, my passion for them for a while because I just 
there was they just weren't hitting the same for a while. Yeah. So in twenty yeah. um in twenty eighteen when that show was, I was one of those people that was there for just Ice Nine, and I left at the Baltimore Soundstage after Ice Nine played. Oh, wow. But you know what? To be honest with you, about half the venue did. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even yeah. stick around for Memphis A Fire either. Um, and wow. I, really? Yeah. At least at Baltimore Soundstage, I can't speak for the rest of it. But when yeah. I left, there was a mass exodus after Ice Nine Kills was gone. That's crazy. Dude, crazy. Yeah. Shout out. I to, mean, they're uh, sick too. Shout out to Baltimore Soundstage as a venue, by the way. Great some steps. of the best. Some of the best shows that I've seen, like in the last like two years, have been yeah. there. Oh yeah, hell like, yeah. It turns out when we saw Thrice there, Cam, Cam, and I saw Thrice. There, Dude, Dillinger. Uh, I saw a crazy Dillinger concert on their yes. final tour there. Yep, nice. Dillinger. And the, um, the stage people are awesome too. Like the few times we've played there, they've been super nice. Like been able to figure out doing a light show for us last minute and stuff. Like really, really great people. Yeah, it's just a tiny little hole in the wall, literal venue. I mean, it's it's great. You look at it, you're like, what the hell is this place? And you go inside, it's 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 amazing. It is an amazing setup. I love what they got going on there. Totally. Yeah, I feel like if I saw it from outside and didn't know what it was, I think it was an ice skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. An yeah. ice skating rink, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Underneath, like, an aquarium or some shit. Because the aquarium's right there, right? It's right next yeah. to, like, the it's like, yeah, it's across cafe, the street. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, But that whole area, has, it's, like a, it's a music scene. It has, like, the power plant live, Ram's Head. Yeah, it's all right there. It has, there. like, yeah. a, a bull riding bar. Which I've never done, but maybe <laughs> next time. Sounds like you want to do that, Cam. Yeah, yeah it does I, sound I like you like really want to do that, dude. Dude, yeah. I I want to do it too. If you do it, let's. Do, well, I'll do it. Let's let's all go there together, <laughs> and we'll all ride the bull. Are, are you saying Fuck at the yeah. same time we straddle the bull? Well, you can hold my beard. Yeah, and I'll hold saying. on to the hold the strap. This is more beard connecting. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this. Yeah, it's like what do they call it? Public display of affection. PDA one. <laughs> this episode PDA. is taking a weird turn. Yeah. Um, you know. This episode is sponsored by the PDA company. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm I'm all down for weird shit because you know, <laughs> I kicked the week off this week because um, I took um, Thursday and Friday off this week or last week, excuse me, or. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> after Tuesday, I stopped recording. Um, so I haven't recorded an episode since Tuesday um, because of what happened Tuesday. And um, I was just in my head. I was pissed. And I knew that if I was going to get on there, I was just going to say shit, which is exactly what happened in the first interview of the day today, um, mm. which, which went out Monday. Um, I just lost my shit. And, um, like I, and it was a whole hour of just me and this band out of, um, uh, oh, and another big picture media band, um, out of Australia talking about what happened Tuesday. Um, yeah. and you know, comparisons on that kind of stuff and, you know, about how, Hey, you know, we haven't, we've had a band on that since 1996 and we haven't had any issues, you right. know, type of conversation. So, yeah. And yeah. then going into my last interview that I had just before this one, we talked music for an hour and it was a great little kind of, you know, calm down second session. So if this one 
is nothing but weirdness the entire time. I am down for it because I'm still coming off that high of just being an like an angry American citizen from that first interview of the day. Understandable. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, it, not to. I mean, like you were. I'm happy. To, let's let's definitely keep it weird. Let's get weird. But uh, you know, I just connecting it back. I think. Um, I, I'm really proud of what we did with Moments because like songs like Newspeak, I feel like we were really trying to speak to some of the frustrations we're all feeling right now in society, specifically with just how polarized everything is and how people don't feel like we can really have dialogues and speak freely how, about how we feel and actually That's make some, some rational conversation. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just like pointing fingers at each other, like just trying to ask people to look inwards a little bit. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest problem right now is the fact that we can't have an honest conversation without it turning into an argument. It's mm-hmm. automatically, well, you disagree with me, you're wrong, and I'm not going to talk to you anymore about it, I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'm going to argue everything. You know, They immediately just, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, no, 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 I'm out. Right. And I mean, who gives a fuck who's right and wrong, right? Like, yeah. we should just like fix the problem. Yeah. I don't give a shit if I'm right about it or you're right about it or the politicians are right or wrong about it. Like, let's all just put that shit aside and try to figure it out together and solve the problem. Like, it's not like there's no fucking ego in it. It's like all of us just want to live in a society where we can feel free and happy and feel safe going to music venues. I mean, there's there's been mm-hmm. times where I've been afraid to go to live shows because of shit that's happened there, too. You know, and it's just like, it's fucking depressing. And I just wish we could all just get on the same page about wanting to solve things instead of just pointing the fingers at each other. Yeah. I mean, especially as somebody, you know, you have a teacher in your band, you know, 119 school shootings since 2018, you know, going to work every day for you has, you know, got to be a different feeling too. So I can understand, I can only imagine, I can only imagine what that kind of feeling is for the parents of those people. You know, I have an 11 year old, I have a two year old. Um, and I, you know, it, it's like, I, where, when, when is enough enough? You know? Don't know. It's, I don't know yeah, man. We, we did, uh, we did an active shooter training like, uh, two months ago. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just for, you know, it's so, it's so rattling, that that like we have to do that you know that it's even that it's even there and like running like scenarios and stuff um yeah it's really just leaves you leaves you really shook for a few days after that you know yeah i can imagine i can imagine yeah it's um it's kind of crazy because i work for department of navy and i'm work at the navy yard where that mass shooting was in back in 2015 um and it's it's insane that we do active shooting drills, but the people that are actually, you know, in that drill, they don't take it seriously. And it's just, you know, I don't know if it's because they're trying to, you know, repress it, not really think about it, but, um, you know, people have their ways of, like, coping yeah. with uh, traumatic situations like that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, this is kind of crazy. I haven't thought about it in a while, but I think about, Four years ago, I was working in an office in DuPont, 
um, on like the ninth floor of a building near DuPont Circle. And I, most of the time I just work with my headphones in, I'm just focused on my computer. And I just remember like turning to my right and seeing like a police officer in our office oh. with like an AR drawn. And I was like, oh, oh fuck yeah, that's this? right. I and I took my headphones this. off and they were like, someone had pulled, someone on the fifth floor had like hit the panic button and reported an active shooter. And so they locked the whole building down and they locked down DuPont Circle. And we all had to go into a conference room while the police like with the SWAT team cleared the building and we were all like, fuck, like, are we like sitting ducks here and shit? And ultimately it turned out to be like, uh, like a false alarm situation where someone on the fifth floor had gotten into like a verbal altercation and had said like, had yelled at another employee, like, I'm going to fucking shoot you or kill you. And that was enough for like the person at the front desk to like hit the panic button and set it off. But like, when you're in that moment, like when I remember, te- like, I feel like I texted you guys when that was for happening. Sure. I yeah, and I was did. like, fuck, I don't know what's happening. Like, and it's so weird. Cause like, I feel like I oscillated between being terrified and then like laughing because you just don't know how to handle what's happening in the moment. And you're like, Shh, yeah. like what's about to happen to me? Can I get out of here? Like, do I not listen to the police and just try to get to the stairwell and get out of here? If I do that, will I get shot by them? Like, I don't even, it was, fucking crazy man yeah wow yeah and i'm sorry i i said the shooting was in 2015 it was actually 2013 yeah so you're gonna get a whole bunch of internet sure. comments being like you're like, yeah. fucking wrong <laughs> it was 2013 i know i know but it, it it was definitely a crazy time too yeah at the end of the day regardless of whether dates are right or <clears throat> statistics are 100% accurate, you know, regardless of any of that. The bottom line at the end of the day is it does not happen anywhere else in this world other than here mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. So the question that I have, and I'll, I'll, I pose this question on Monday, so I'm going to see if anyone else can, you know, comes at me with it. It's the C. Obviously what we're doing right now isn't working. So my question to you is, how can you sit here and say, well, I'm keeping my guns, my second amendment rights, yada, 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 aren't the reason why this is happening. If that's not the case, why is it that other countries, Japan, you know, Australia, England, so on and so forth, have all banned guns and they haven't had a single mass shooting since that point. And don't come at me with America's different. We're not different. So my question to you is, how can you say that you are 100% definitive that this is not the issue when we're the only country in the world that has these issues, yet we're also the, the country with the most amount of guns per capita per person, number one. And then yep. number two, we're also the, the country with the most lax gun laws. Mm-hmm. So when you can say that those don't correlate and then have backs to, facts to back that up, then I'll believe you. But until you can say otherwise, fuck you in your opinion. Preach, preach, bro. On that note, yeah, we're gonna play some more music. So let's go ahead and fucking do that shit. Um, so again, off the new fucking album that drops this coming Friday, here's a song called "What the fuck was the name of that song we were doing again?" (laughs) I got so mad, I got I got lost my fucking my uh, my 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 frame of reference here. I'm sorry. Is it the first single we put out every now and then? Every, every now, now and then. then. Yeah, every now and then. That's when the one it was. Okay. 
But so, yeah, let's get on a positive, happy, happy note. Yeah, I don't know how we we took that that bad turn, but we did. So here is "Every Now and Then" by Deer Spring off the new pick album. Pick it up, pick it up. This coming Friday. Here we go. Every Now and Then by Dear Spring off the album Moments Out This Coming Friday. All right, let's go ahead and get the guys back on and have some more conversation. Try to keep it weird again this time. <laughs> Yo, talking about weird, Derek. What's up? You ever heard of a, ever heard of a guy named Fed Smoker? Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what? A guy named... Fed smoker, no, aka uh, undercover double agent who uh, seeks out law enforcement who isn't following uh, proto. No, all right, hey, well, have fun. Shout out, to, that later. Uh, shout out to all the mommies out there, all the mom yeah. jeans. Yeah, um, high tight. 
Dave and I are huge fans of this uh, podcast called Your Mom's House with like Tom Segura and Christina P who are married. And it's pretty awesome. If you like the strange and weird fringe society types, then that's that's your go to. Well, so check that out. I, I like listening to the Two Bears podcast with Tom and yes. uh, oh, yeah. with Burt Kreischer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's a good one. But you know what the best podcast out there is? The Dark Side of Music. The Dark Side of Music. (laughs) (laughs) Can't forget the Dark Side of Music. Um, But, you know, it's the only place where, you know, awesomeness happens, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Nowhere else. Nowhere else. No other podcast has awesome moments like we have here. Um, (laughs) Oh, how I wish that were true. (laughs) Um... That song was a fun little ditty. It's a good one. It was. It was. It was good. It hyped me up. Good, because I'm, you know, I'm while I'm listening to the song, which I'm really enjoying. I'm sitting there googling, and I'm still looking right now, um, on, on waiting for the Johnny Depp Amber Heard verdict. Oh. Is that like happening right Wait. now? The verdict is going to happen. Well, not no yet. Way. They're they're deliberating because the the trial has to be done today. Okay. So um, they're, the, the jury is still deliberating as far as I'm aware. But um, I guess the <laughs> – if I'm not mistaken – no, don't at me because I'm not 100% positive on this. I See, again, I have to say that all the time. But I think the judge goes on vacation on Monday or has prior engagements on Monday. So, like, today was, like, the hard stop date, so it cannot go for any further than today. If that is really? really the case, if the judge needs to go on vacation, that makes me – that's probably my favorite thing about the entire trial. Dude, I'm, I'm, not a, it's, I'm not sure if it's, it's a vacation. my favorite part of the judicial system. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a vacation or something else, but something else she's got going on starting Monday or Tuesday that she said, if I take this case, it has to be done by today. And that's mm-hmm. why they were counting down hours and minutes and how much longer each you know side had for – you know their cross-examination and this and that and this and that. So, um, but I guess Monday, I think, I think it's a vacation to be honest with you. I can't remember. That's awesome. Sure. Um, Why did that shit end up in Virginia again? That was so, oh, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's there was something county, about right? the defamation laws in Virginia that were different than anywhere else, which is why he put, he did it there. That sounds right. Okay. Virginia's yeah. gotta be special. Yeah. I mean, when the fact that like I forgot for a while and I turn it on like it's in fucking Fairfax County. What the fuck? Yeah, so random. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just that- pop on down, check out the trial. Oh, and you, then you can catch a show jamming job on your way home. So, um, <laughs> I had a friend that uh, went down there for one of the days of the trial and watched it one day. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. And How much time does that guy have? Um, awesome. You know, she owns her own business. It is what it is. You know, it happens. Yeah. Um, Make your own hours. But there's a there's a lady there that's been there every day since the trial started. This, like, lady that's there is, like, a super fan of Johnny Depp. And wherever he <laughs> goes, she goes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so, is she the one that claimed that, uh, like, the baby is his? But she would, like, she ended up joking about it? Did you hear about this? All I know is that she's not crazy, and Johnny actually likes her. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure because like Johnny think, actually knows her by name. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think it's another girl. Maybe, but I, I know this lady is supposed to be like 
his like number one fan legitimately and he's always like you know talking with her or whatever else and she's just like a really big support system but i, I that's all i really know i i don't know like how much detail or anything else like that but like wherever he goes she's there too supposedly if i remember correctly that's I mean, very I, I oddly like, wholesome yeah like it's it's a genuine for. it's a genuine just I really respect the guy type fandom. It's not like a, oh my God, Johnny's so pretty. No, it's a, I just genuinely think he's a good guy type fandom, it's, it seems like. Huh. I wonder if she's like casted as an extra in all his movies. Like she's in the background of Pirates of the Caribbean. It, it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Well, we must find out. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see how that kind of goes. And that's been my, mine and my girlfriend's, um, escape from everyday bullshit is all right what did amber heard say stupid today and now that that's it's very fun now that that's gone i don't know how i'm gonna you know survive the day have what? you fucked with halo yet the halo show what the halo <laughs> tv show dude i have not no well it's it's a good thing to get lost i would recommend getting lost in that one it's nice to relive the old halo memories See, I'm I'm down for that, but seeing it about two hours from now, season four of Stranger Things, oh, Stranger is, about Things? Be, is about to be yeah, binged true. in this house. No way. That's true. Wow. That was on its way. Yep. So mm-hmm. the uh, the first half of the release was released today. The rest of it comes out July, the weekend of July 4th. Um, so, yeah. So I know the, the Obi Wan Kenobi series is out today. I think that dropped the, the first. I'm more excited ep- for I that. think first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. That's right. That's okay. right. First two. Yeah, and then it's going to be a Friday release from here on out. Nice. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how many episodes, but then later, then right after that, we get um, or actually coming up soon, we got um, Miss Marvel um, in the next couple right. weeks, uh, which is going to be a Wednesday show, and then following that is um. She-Hulk, She-Hulk, yeah. and then... I don't know about that one. Uh, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm on the fence about it. All right. Now, okay. now, why are you on the fence about that one? It just, the the trailers didn't get me hooked. It seems a little campy, a little bit like they, they phoned it in. But, you know, it's the trailers. You never know. Yeah, and the thing about it is they, um... You could tell the CGI wasn't even 100% honed in Yeah. Yet. They're still yeah. working on. They got time. It's not. It's a fall. You're right. And when is the exact release on She-Hulk? Um, <laughs> She-Hulk release date August twenty, August seventeenth. So we still got oh, yeah, you know two and a half months. But I'll tell you what though, I am a I am a huge believer in Kevin Feige. You know, yeah. Kevin Feige is the the cinema god right now. Um. Him and John Favreau own the world of cinema right now. Um, yeah. So I have faith in them. But here's the other thing: Tatiana, Tatiana Maslany, who is the who plays, uh, yeah, you know, she, she is an amazing actress. For those yeah. of you who do not know who she is, she really kind of got her start on BBC America's show called Orphan Black, where oh, she. Shit. She literally played 30-plus characters in one show. Um, and 
it was an amazing portrayal of um, awesomeness. Like, she, if you've never seen the show, I highly recommend watching it. It's fucking phenomenal. It's about cloning. So, and she literally played every single clone. So she had to have a dialect coach for every single place this, this clone was from. Um, different mannerisms, different everything. And you could not tell it was the same actress, even mm. though they all looked, they were all identical, obviously, because it was the same actress. But her acting was so good. She won a Golden Globe and I think an Emmy two or three years in a row for Best Actress for, this, uh, for that show. And I believe it was two or three years in a row for both of them. It was how well she crushed it. So that alone gives me hope that she's just going to absolutely crush it. Plus, again, in, in Feige, I trust. So I have no faith. I have nothing but faith in that man. Yeah, but what did you think cool. of Multiverse of Madness? I thought it was great. I thought it was really awesome in a Sam Raimi kind of a way. Of course. But like, Definitely the uh, Illuminati stuff was a little disappointing. It was meant to be. Uh, you're right. It was. But it, but I feel like the way that they set up all the marketing and everything for it, I don't know. I, I feel like expectations were set. I almost wish I hadn't watched any of the trailers and just gone into it. And So here's how that. I feel about it. So the Illuminati stuff was great in this sense. And only in this sense. Yeah. For years years I, I i can't even tell you how long but it's been years people have been begging for john krasinski to be yeah. mr fantastic they've been begging and spoilers if you haven't seen multiversal madness but if you haven't seen it at this point it's on you to kill him five minutes later was the most brilliant thing feige has done it was a it was a giant ha ha, and the thing about it is, being that they introduced the multiverse, they can bring him back from a different universe. Yeah, that's true. Why true does that. it, why does it have to be that exact John Krasinski? Why does it have to be that exact Cap um Captain Carter? It doesn't. Even the um the uh, Professor X that we got in that movie was not the Professor X from the Fox universe. Right. That Yellow was the prof- That was yeah. the Professor X from the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was all that was all dope. All so it, it like, was it, so I think yeah. it was all planned very very particularly. Mm-hmm. And I think they he did a great job with it. It pissed a lot of people off, don't get me wrong, I know. But I think a lot of people are going to come around once they realize what's really going on. Yeah, I I mean, I think to me, it was pretty clear that that was the vision, like what you were literally just saying. They're like, we want to introduce these characters, but we're going to introduce them in a way to basically be like, fuck you. Like, this is a multiverse movie. This is a Sam Raimi movie. Raimi movie. So, like, we're not going to play by the normal rules. We're going to flip expectations on their head. All of that. I think um, the only thing that left me wanting was just sort of like, it feels like it's been a long time since we had a Marvel cinematic movie that sort of moved the continuity forward a little bit more and got us excited about the next phase. I haven't felt that way, about the last couple movies, um, but, but this kind of did that. I think it will do that in retrospect, just right now it was kind of like, Oh man, 
I was ready to get stoked about the next the next wave of like heroes and stuff. And now I just feel like like to to bring in uh you know john krasinski like that and then make such a fool out of him like you know they, they're like smartest man on earth and he does the stupidest thing in the movie right away i don't know it was funny um but i hear you yeah i still need i need to see that movie i haven't watched it yet but i know because i haven't seen wandavision if i go into the movie now i will be very confused well you also need to see have you seen loki yeah Oh, okay. So I need to catch up on two series. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you should watch What If, too. That kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. So I'm like, not going to do Marty, any of that. Yeah. Marty is just like, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. Cause, but then also, yeah. Because what if, well, what if it's only like, sets like up Captain that, Carter? Hey, you got to start watching Lost for No, you're right, Derek. I love it, dude. I just love it. Like, I don't know. Hey, just, there's just the first thing. episode. You got to go back. You got to go back and watch these four movies to get this movie <laughs> to get this right, and uh, the, only that, only then will you enjoy it. Okay, if you're gonna and watch so what? Okay, you can watch What If, but only the first episode of What If. That's all you need okay. to watch there. What If? Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. All right. So but Loki, um, What If, and WandaVision. Yeah. Well, actually, actually, the first episode and then the Doctor Strange episode. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange episode. Yeah. But you don't need either of those to see it. Like, no, I you really don't. It's most helpful. Is Loki will help a little bit, and then you know, I, I don't know. You know, you could hey, watch it. Truth and truth hey, be I told, got, got... truth be told, WandaVision and um, No Way Home. It's all you really need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Now, if you want to get more into it, Loki, and then you know, what if? If you're a super nerd, like obviously this guy is. Um, then you would need all that, but mm-hmm. for just full, you know, fluidity, all you need is, <laughs> um, <laughs> is, uh, No Way Home and, uh, one. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, listeners out there, if you guys are getting as anxious as I am in catching up to like, you know, watching four series, you can always go see Top Gun. Top Gun <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was insane. Like very nostalgic because when I was a kid, watching Top Gun was like the thing in my house. Yeah, and uh, seeing so it today, funny. yeah, seeing it today, man, it was it was seriously a nice uh, tip of the hat. Why is, like, why is Top Gun such a Midwest thing? Is there a reason for that? Do you guys like feel that way? I always feel like I mean, Top Gun's like super. I just feel like everybody from the Midwest, in particular, like. No. Just can't shut the fuck up. Wait, them. just the Midwest you know? though? No, I, I think like it, it I think it's I think it's universally loved. Okay. Across yeah, it's the a country. great movie. Yeah. Okay. Like cinematically, yeah. they did such a great job with filming, you know, the different the different naval like, you know, planes, the aircraft carriers. Uh and I heard the actors were actually put into the cockpit and experiencing the true G like G forces and Well, did you know that's, that that's Tom Cruise actually has a pilot license to fly one of those things? Dude. Dude, I'm not surprised. He's a Scientologist. He has being a crazy man. But like, holy shit. The stunts he does. He does yeah. all that shit for Mission Impossible. That scene in that Mission Impossible movie where he's hanging off the side of a plane. Like actually oh, doing it. He actually did. Like, mad respect for that. Yeah, yeah. I back that up, Dave. I second that. Yep. And Dave and Marty, just uh, FYI, there's another sequel coming out for Mission Impossible. And he keeps still doing like crazy stunts. Yeah. 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 Talk about a redemption story. You know, when the Scientology stuff first came out and 
his whole marriage to Kate, whatever her name is. You know, when all that stuff oh, first, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, thank you. Yeah. Um, all that stuff happened, man. People hated Tom Cruise for a long time. And now people are like, fuck it. <laughs> he's great again. Well, I, I, I have no doubt he's batshit crazy. Like, there's yeah. no questioning that. But you also can't question the value of the artist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's just an incredible artist. Yeah, and he's not batshit crazy to where he's batshit crazy, like, Mel, Mel uh, Gibson Mel fucking, Gibson. <laughs> you know, anti-Semite, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Mel Gibson is a fantastic actor as well, but... Yeah. Who gives a fuck if you're an anti-Semite? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I agree. Now, Tom Cruise, on the other hand, is, you know, anti, you know, mental health medicine and I crazy Scientology. But you know what? His opinion isn't really hurting anybody. You know, it's not racist in yeah. any way. It, it, he hates the medical system. Okay, everyone hates the medical system. He just has different views on it. So, okay, no, no big deal. He, he's just a little off kilter. No big deal. He's a badass, though. You know, yeah. so any anything about like any documentary like about Scientology, like I'm here for it. I'll I'll watch that. It's so fascinating to me. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the Leah Remini stuff? I did. I watched most of it. I don't think I got like all the way through it. Yeah, me neither. I but, felt yeah. a little like, oh man, she's just like so stoked to be the center of attention on this. So something about it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. But it was all the stuff that was, you know. It was definitely you know interesting, what? for sure. I, I kind of think, I kind of feel that way, too. But at the same time, I think it was justly deserved. Yes. Yeah. Because she never came out and said it. But I feel this way just because of how she kind of hinted around it and how it was presented in such a way that she was never allowed to be a leading lady because Scientology wouldn't let her be a leading lady. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It well, is. Uh, I'll just say my favorite documentary, if you call it that, about Scientology is the episode South Park did on it because <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. yeah. No, because, I mean, if you think about it, like, here's a great example. So I might be mistaken on the actress, but I'm almost positive. It was either before Katie Holmes or after Katie Holmes. I can't remember. They had – there was a rumor – and I'm not sure how accurate it is, so I'm, I might just be playing into the rumor. But there was a, a rumor to where they were going to give Scientology was going to give you know Tom Cruise another wife, and you know she was supposed to be the next big thing, okay? And that lady um, had a really big part on the show How I Met Your Mother at the time. Um, oh. She was the uh, the British. Um, Indian that was dating Barney for a while. Um, her name oh. was um, shit. I don't even remember that subplot. Oh god, what was her name? Um, it was like towards the end of the show. Yeah, it was. Um, I think I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember her god. name. Wait, it's not like Priyanka Chopra, is it? Hold on. What the fuck was her name? Um. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe I can look it up too. I'm trying it. to figure it out. Um, yeah, we're now we're all just on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, dude. Google Google mode. Dude, while we're on the subject, R.I.P. Bob Saget. What a fucking legend. Oh man. 
That was sad. Um, Nora was her show name of the show. Oh, um, Nora. No, but her name in real life is Nazanin Bonan Bonati Bonati. She's Iranian. Gotcha. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm almost positive that I'm not going to Google through this. Um, but she um was supposed to be the person that was supposed to marry um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And I, I, I might be 100% wrong on this. Again, or it might just be a rumor that I'm just perpetuating. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't give a shit, so don't email me about it. <laughs> um, but either way, whoever that was, and if it might be her, it might be somebody different. As soon as, like, they didn't get married, they immediately, like, killed her career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Scientology, man, they that's some weird shit right there. So as far weird. as, like, Leah Remini goes, you know, the fact that she – made a name for herself outside of Scientology, more power to her. Yeah, for sure. I, I it's the biggest, a, I, when you learn yeah. about it, it's like a miracle that anyone gets out and manages to survive. Like they excommunicate, they make your family like disown you. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yep. it's really amazing exactly. that, that people do make it out. Yeah. I had, I had such a crush on her growing up too. Um, Cause she was on a season of saved by the bell as a kid. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Cool. I know what you're talking about, Derek. Uh, during the, the, the season the where they did house. the beach – well, not a beach house, a beach club. Oh, beach club, beach club. Yeah, um, and uh, she was the owner's daughter, and Zach dated her that summer, and I was like, man, this chick is hot. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, also her Long Island accent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I loved her yeah. in King of Queens, too. And other, I've done yeah. everything she's done, so she, des- she deserves her just desserts, so – and, you know, if she did this for a little bit of a power grab or a little bit of a publicity stunt, that's fine. But the thing about it is everything she said was real and real to them. So yeah. regardless of her motivation, she got the word out in a good way because people needed to know that shit. 100%. 100%. And it's fascinating. It really it's crazy is. that shit is out there. I mean, not, not to change the subject, but another show I've been watching lately that has got me hooked is – under the banner of heaven on hulu which is like a uh, it's like a it's about the mormons and like crazy fundamentalist mormons and the crazy shit that they're doing i'm i'm all about that like wait i need to watch that is that andrew andrew garfield yeah it's andrew garfield's show okay it's really fucking good i gotta check that out too uh we'll check that out okay yeah that extreme religion stuff has always fascinated me Always fascinated me. Always, yeah. Anything reminiscent of season one of True Detective, because that's like the best fucking season of any show ever, I'm all in for it. That's not true. (laughs) Okay. But it's it's up there. It's up there. It's in terms of dark, gritty detective TV shows, I don't think anything compares to it, but that's just my opinion. See uh, Just season one. Just season one. What are you gonna say? I'm curious. See, it's not it's dark and gritty, but it's not the detectives. Well, maybe it is. It's it's see, but it's see season uh 4 of Dexter. Oh yeah. That was oh, great too. With the Trinity that, Killer. With the yes. Trinity Killer. Yeah. That was very good. That was good. Yes. That yes. that in my opinion was better than season 1 of True Detective. Mm, I saw well, you know those two. Not They're everyone so, can so be different. Right, so 
These are so different. But see, I've always attributed, see, I've, in my eyes, I've always looked at Dexter as a detective show. Yeah. You know, because in reality, he was probably one of the best detectives, <laughs> you know, alive at the time. Um, Definitely. I mean, and uh, he, he, now granted, he did it completely illegally and everything he did around it was, you know, <laughs> not good. But, you know, he was, there was no better detective. He figured shit out before everybody else did and then mm-hmm. fixed the issue. <laughs> so, and I then he covered his own tracks better than anyone else. I actually just started um, New Blood the the sequel series i'm like a couple episodes in okay it's not bad i mean i was pretty let down by the way dexter ended so anything yeah i don't know how you land that ship though you know what i mean like after a series is like that and like the whole premise of the show is based on he like slinks out of it and gets to keep on going you know what i mean so like how how the hell do you even just like end something like that it was just kind of like damned before they did it you know yeah Yeah, so i mean I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna feel about the end of New Blood. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I don't know how you're gonna feel about it. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah. I'm not I'm intrigued. I'm not gonna sit there and go, "Oh my god, the ending was so much better." I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna say, "Oh, it sucked." I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just literally gonna say, "I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about it." It's like the show is similar, but it does have a slightly different tone, which I like. But it's it's definitely scratching the itches of like the early Dexter seasons and. I think it's interesting that dynamic with his son showing up and his son being like a like a full grown adult and that just kind of like fucking up all of his plans. It's interesting. I'm I'm I think it's a, it's an intriguing premise. I'm glad they didn't just resurrect it with like a shitty premise. Not to shit on uh, how I met your father, but I feel like it's just that's just like a shitty remake premise, and it's okay so far. But like the premise isn't like. Like, I feel like the Dexter Blood has, like, a fresh premise. You're fired. I thought it was a great show. I think that's a great show. It's I'm enjoying it, but it's but it's like it's just, it just feels like a complete redo trying to do a new cast of characters for the exact same show. Yeah, but the thing about it is it's completely different at the same time. It is. It is. And I don't know that it's. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're landing it yet, but okay. It's only season yeah, season one is you know we're only on season one. Let's see what happens in season two. I, I think there's some interesting things going on. I, I don't know. I'm giving I'm giving How I Met Your Father, you know, and I think Hillary Duff is doing a great job. I think it's a great. Yeah. I think it's a good show. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. A couple of the a couple of the characters are really good for sure. Yeah. Well, it's a good it's a good show. It's a good show. It's a good one to watch when you're like in a bat and when you're not feeling so happy. I feel like it's one of those <laughs> uplifting ones, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I have to go back and rewatch it again because I know season two is coming out soon, but like it's gonna be interesting. Oh, it is. Oh shit, that's fast. I think it's later this year. Later this year. Yeah, but um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But guys, um, like I said, the new album drops this coming Friday, uh, and it's gonna be a fucking banger. I cannot wait to hear the rest of it. Um, you guys have just been you know, all over the place. I can't, you know, <laughs> this episode has been fantastic. So thank you very much. It was a breath of fresh air after everything I've been through last, last week. So thank you. But, um, I can't wait to see you guys live. We're going to have to definitely hook up uh, soon. And, uh, I'll definitely be there for one of these shows coming up soon. And, um, yeah, but good luck with the new album guys. Thanks, thank Derek. You so thank much. you so much for having us. Absolutely. But we're definitely gonna do this again. Fuck. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Can we do a quick in plug? person plug away? 
absolutely in person all together yes mm-hmm. but plug away all right just in uh, person all together stroking some beards <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you want to check out our stuff just go to linktree.com slash deer spring you'll find all of our links to music music videos tour dates tickets pre-save link for that ep if you want to snag that today before it drops mm-hmm. and uh thanks so much for checking us out Yep, yep. And it's Dear Spring, D-E-A-R, space, <laughs> spring. We have to clarify that. <laughs> there you go. But guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. And uh, we'll definitely catch up again soon. Thank you. All right, um, peace Thanks, out. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Derek. Bye. Bye. Recording stopped. All right, and that was the guys from Deer Spring. I hope you all fucking enjoyed that. All right, so now let's go ahead and close out the show. Got one more song by Deer Spring. Song called Empty Frames. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. We'll be back again tomorrow. Another brand new episode of the show. But until tomorrow... Stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Here, again, off the new album by Dear Spring, out this Friday, here is Empty Frames. We'll see you all later. Peace.
it's the boy.